Okay, good evening, Rabbi Sai. We're on uh, we're on Dafne base. Let's just recap what we saw, what we discussed last week, because um, otherwise we'll have difficulty in um, in following the um, following the Gemara. We had a machlok as well. Before before we discuss the Mishnah, let's just recap two fundamental well, one's a machlok, but two halachas in Hilchas Number one, there's a din of Dauphin Akuma, namely that if you've got Osel Schach at the side of the sukkah joining the wall, up to four, actually, as long as it's under four Amas, then the sukkah is kasha, because we've had this, we've had all these halachas before. We consider the um, wall as if it's expensed, and it extends. So once that Schach Osel on the side of your, uh, uh, um, once that Schach Osel on the side of your, uh, um, is more than, it's four amas or more. So we say, right, so you've got a wall, you've got, say, four amas, and then your schach starts. And we say, right, that schach is not considered connected to the wall. And therefore that wall won't count, and you'll have to get your two of it walls elsewhere. But if it's less than four amas, then we can consider that as, if we, if we, if the, if the schach posel is less than four amas, we consider that as part of the wall, and it's as if the schach is touching the wall. That's the din of Dauphin There's another halacha, and that is, if you've got schach posel running down the middle of your schach, it doesn't have to be down the middle, but it's not right near the wall, running down the middle of the sukkah, we're talking about the, um, the, the standard sukkah in the Gemara, which was three walled sukkah, was like a ches, right? So you've got the schach posel running all the way from the back wall, so the opening of the sukkah, if that schach posel is four tzvachim wide, the sukkah is possible. And again, this, the Gemara later, on later sukkahs will discuss in more detail, but that's the halacha of schach posel. If you've got a gap of air running down the middle or on the side, as long as it's not right by the world, air is different. If you've got air right down the middle, it's three tzvachim that passes the sukkah. If it's posel schach, you've got a metal beam running down the middle of your sukkah, on the sides of the sukkah, but not within the four tzvachim or amas of the wall, it's the sukkah is possible. And the reason for that is because we consider this beam of four tvachim or this air of three tvachim as if it divides the sukkah in two. Therefore, you've got a wall and a wall and a wall at the back. You've got another, say, this metal beam running down the middle. So that splits the sukkah in half. So on one side, I might have a kosher sukkah, seven by seven, but I've only got one and a bit wall. And on the back, the other side, I've also got a bit of a wall and one wall. It divides the sukkah into two halves. And that's why, if you had a sukkah which was, let's say, like our sukkah, which was four walls, and you had this possible schach running right down the middle for talking, your sukkah wouldn't be possible. Because each side has got three walls. Right? That's not a problem. Whether you can sit under the schach possible, we're not discussing that now. We're discussing the status of the sukkah. So that wouldn't be a problem. But the standard sukkahs in the time of Chazal were ches-shaped sukkahs. Right? With a back wall and two side walls, if your postal schach is four tzvachim wide, it runs down the middle of that sukkah, and after the middle, it divides the sukkah in half, and sukkah is possible. Those are the two halachas. It's actually a machloik, whether it's four tzvachim or four amas in the middle, but let's assume for the moment it's four, we pass from four tzvachim in the middle, and dofen akum is under four amas. So that's general hilchah sukkah. Sorry, just to clarify, please. And when, when you say that the cases where schach actually makes the whole sukkah possible, uh, um, is that um, irrespective of, of, of whether you actually sit in front of it or not? Correct. Yeah. Yes, because basically it's a sukkah in half. 
So I've got on one side, I've got lovely schach, and it's more than seven by seven tvachim, but I've only got a wall and a bit. And like I was on the other side, the wall and a bit. So the sukkah is awesome. As I say, later on, we will discuss, it's all interesting, combinations, permutations, but that's the issue of it. Now we had the machloikas in the Mishnah. The Mishnah discusses whether there's an, well, it would appear to be a machloikas, Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Huda. Are you allowed to use planks for tchach? That was the machloikas um, uh, uh, that we had, sorry. That was the machloikas that we had in the Mishnah. Can you use planks for tchach? So the read, simple reading of the Mishnah was, Rabbi Huda holds you can, planks of wood, Rabbi Meir holds you can't. That was a simple reading of the Mishnah. We had the machloikas between Rav and Shmuel as to what the machloikas between Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Meir is. So just to recap, Rav says that any plank of wood that is less, well, sorry, just before Rav, why should you not be allowed to use planks of wood for schach? What is that? Have a minute that you shouldn't use. Who cares? What, why, why the plank? It's wood. Kadili karka. Not makabal tuma. Assuming you're a plank that's not makabal tuma. So what's the problem? So the Gemara explains there's something called gezeras tikra. If we allow you to use planks for your schach and have planks in your sukkah, you might come to say, well, my, my roof of my house has got planks, my sukkah's got planks, so if I can use planks for schach, I might as well sit in my house, why don't I need to sit in my sukkah? Right, we discussed that. There is two. So according to Rav, there's a cut-off point of full tfok. It says Rav like this. Any plank which is less than full tfok in wide, according to everybody's kosher for schach. A plank which is full tfok or more wide, that's a machlik. If you would have said, Planks are perfectly in order. I don't know them. They're sikra. And Rabbi Meir holds, no. Once it's full tvochim or more wide, you can't use it. That's right. Shmuel says no. Shmuel's a bit the other way around. Shmuel says, I agree with this devising line of full tvochim. But once it's full tvochim or above, everybody holds it off. Everybody holds it. Not everybody. Not that's where the machlech is. Everybody holds above full tvochim is awesome. If it's less than three tvochim, why? Everybody holds its mutter. Machlekes is between three and just under four tvochim. There, Rabbi Huda holds it mutter, and Rabbi Meir holds it asa. We discussed the reasons for the machlekes last week. That means according to Rabbi, according to Rav, there's a fundamental machlekes. Rabbi Huda doesn't hold of Gezeris Tikra. I don't care how wide your plank is, you can use it. And Rabbi Meir holds of Gezeris Tikra, but only after it reaches four tvochim plus width. Or tvochim or four tvochim above. According to Shmuel, everybody else is Xeris Tikra. There's no machlokas. Everybody else is Xeris Tikra. The question is, how wide is the beam to be fallen in this Gezeira? Rabbi Meir holds, once you get to three Tvachim and above, it's going to be Asa. Rabbi Yod holds, it's only Asa, four Tvachim and above. Sorry, it's okay. Um, it's okay. It's slowly also, Gemma. Okay, thank you. Better. Um, um, what kind of gap would there have to be between the... Um, the boards. But because I mean, so cases, you know, you know, I mean, why should have any gap? Sorry, why should have any gap? I'm obviously saying that, 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 that there wouldn't have to be any gap. You, you mean, but planks which are kosher? Yes. Why would you need gap? No, well, you want the rain to come in. Rain, I mean, okay, so stars, okay, I mean, all those things, whether you know, the rain is makabah, not on stars, makabah. So then, yeah, so if you're worried about those things, which, you know, let, We've got enough issues complicated. So you'd have to make sure that there was a few gaps which which which, which would allow the rain in and the and you the vision of the stars. Yeah, yeah. Except so that we had we had over here a a brisa. Right? The Gemara over here is ask is gonna ask a kasha on Rav. So it's the bottom of your Daladom at Aleph. The Gemara says like this Toshma. Toshma, come and listen. Shne Sadinim Mitzdarfim 
Shnei Nesorim Ein Mitzdarf. This is the Tanakama, and we'll see that the the, the, the person who argues is Rabbi Meir, so we will assume the Tanakama, the Gemara assumes the Tanakama is Rabbi Yehuda. He says, two cloths on its tarif. What does it mean, two cloths on its tarif? This is a halacha in Hilchas Tzchach Posel. A cloth is an example of something which is Posel for Tzchach. You can't use a cloth for Tzchach. So what happens if I've got a piece of cloth which is full Tzchachim wide? Could be a piece of metal for that matter. You have a metal bar, but Mishnah, the Bryce talks on cloth. I got a piece of cloth which is full fucking wide. It runs down the middle of the sukkah. The sukkah's possible. But what happens if I've got one piece of cloth which is, say, two fucking wide, and next to it is another piece of cloth also two fucking wide. They're right next to each other. The sukkah called total amount, I've got a width of full fucking of cloth. There's this, Mishnah, this brayser. If I've got two pieces of schach possible, and together they add up two you could have a metal bar and a plastic bar. One be three talking, one is one tefach, whatever it is. Two bits of schach possum which are right next to each other. There's a gap between them. We'll worry about that later. That's not for now. That's another story. Two, two um, um, stri- uh, strips of possible schach, put them together. Together, not a width of four talking. The sukkah is going to be possible. So then it's starting. Two pangs, they don't join together. Explain to me. Rabbi Meir Oimer, Rabbi Meir says, Af Nesorim Kesadinim. Nesorim also like cloth, and they're also mitzdar. Now, says the Gemara like this. Bishloimel Shmuel, that's all well and good according to Shmuel. The Oma who says, Bishain ben Arba Machloikas, that there's a Machloikas where the beams are between three and four. Avil Yesh ben Arba, but if they're four fucking wide or more, Vivra Kolb Sula, Everyone holds their puzzle. My mitzdarfin. What does it mean, mitzdarfin? Mitzdarfin arba. They'll join together for four. According to Shmuel, right? According to Shmuel, what are we talking about over here? We're talking about, we can't be talking about planks which are four tvachim or above. Because if they're four tvachim or above, everyone else is no good. So if I have a plank, <coughs> pardon me, that's four tvachim wide, and that's lying in the middle of my sukkah, my sukkah's puzzle. Because according to Shmuel, everybody holds a fourth fucking plank is no good. You can't use it. So it's kach possible for all intents and purposes. The sukkah's possible. What do you mean mitzdarfin? What's joining up? A plank of fourth fucking according to everyone passes the sukkah. No, we're talking about between three and four. So for example, I've got a plank which is three and a half fucking wide. I've got two of them next to each other. So we understand the machlokas. The Behuda holds a mitzdarfin. Do you know why a mitzdarfin? Because they're kosher. Anything runs a four tzvachim is kosher. So the first three and a half is kosher. The next three and a half is kosher. So I've got kosher tzvach. So they're not mitzdarf the path of the sukkah. But according to Rabbi Meir, who holds at once I've got four tzvachim. Sorry, who holds that? Sorry. According to Rabbi Meir, who holds that between three and four is possible. So each three and a half width plank is possible in its own right. But if I just had one three and a half, True, it's possible, but the schach is, the sukkah is not possible, because I need four tzvachim is the halacha to make the sukkah possible. So, but if I have, says Jeremy Meir, a three and a half, for example, and a three and a half, so I've got two possible planks next to each other, I have a total now, an aggregate of seven tzvachim, possible planks, and also I've got more than, I've got four tzvachim, at least, of schach possible, running down the middle of my sukkah, my sukkah is possible. So according to Shmuel, we can understand what the machlekes is. We understand the machlokes is very good. We're talking about planks which are between three and four, which according to Rabbi Meir are possible schach, and according to Rabbi Yudah are kosher schach. 
Yehuda have got, let's say, two of them next to each other in the middle. And Kunja Yehuda, the sukkah's kosher. They're not mitzdarif. What do you mean? Is this kosher schach? There's no problem whatsoever over here. Each beam in itself is kosher. What's the problem? Whereas according to Rabbi Beya, no, each beam in itself is possible. Because he holds between three and four, it's schach possible. So beam A is possible schach. Beam B is possible schach. But neither of them are full schach in wine. So if each one was by itself, the sukkah wouldn't be possible because you've got possible schach running down the middle, but it's only three and a half schach in wine. So what's the problem? But if I've got two of these next to each other, so I've got now two possible planks, therefore in aggregate I've got seven tfachim, let's say is our example, I've now got more than four tfachim or more, possible schach running down the middle, and it's possible. That's why the Buddha says, a mitzvah, Rabbi Meir holds mitzvah. Because there's not a plank. It's three and a half, three, three and a half. There's not a plank. So what? But it's not a plank. It's two planks, not one plank. Review the whole I can make my whole sukkah out of these, these planks. There's kosher schach. The whole thing's kosher schach. Yeah, we don't look at, doesn't become, nobody's saying that this now takes on the new aura of a seventh fucking with plank. Two planks, each of three and a half. So if they're kosher, the sukkah's kosher. If they're possible, three and a half and three and a half. They're not enough in each one in itself. is not enough to puzzle. But that's the halach of this brisa. Two bits of puzzle schach next to each other. You have a bar, a two tfachim bar of metal and a two tfachim bar of plastic next to each other. The sukkah's going to be possible. They're running down the middle of the sukkah. So according to Shmuel, we understand what the machlekes is over here. Elul Rav, five lines down. Elul Rav, but according to Rav, the armor who said, do you know where the machlokes is, is only where the machlokes only starts where it's four tfachim wide? But if it's not four tfachim wide, the planks are less than four. Everyone knows it's kosher. Where is this machlokes, Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda? If we're talking about planks that are four tfachim wide, why do you need syrup to puzzle? The planks four tfachim wide, so it's possible plank. And I've got schach possible for tvochim wine. Where's Tvil? Either less buarbon. If they haven't got for tvochim, am I? What's the problem? Well, konibalmaninu. It's just sticks. It's nothing. Says the, says, says the Gemara. According to Shmuel, we understand. It's talking about a plank between three and four. According to Yehuda, it's not mitzdarif because it's kosher schach. It's to be mitzdarif. And according to Yehuda, each plank is possible. And to, and, but they're not for tvochim yet because they're each less than between three and four. Two together, it's mitzdarif that I've now got possible running down the middle. But according to Rav, I don't understand. If it's less than four tfachim, this plank, so it's kosher schach according to everyone. Right? That's what Rav holds. That, we can't be talking about that, because mitzvah for what? It's kosher schach. Elamai, we must be talking about planks that are four tfachim and above. Rabbi Huda holds a mitzvah, it's kosher, very nice. And Rabbi holds that what? Mitzvah. Why do you need mitzvah? Once I have a plank which is four tfachim, what? According to Rabbi this is Posel Schach. But we also know in Hilchus Posel Schach, once it's full Tvachim wide, it passes the Sukkah. So why do I need a Tziruf? Why do I need to have more than one to pass the Sukkah? What's this Mitzdarif in Rabbi Meir? Aimer, Af, Nesorim, Kesadinim. Nesorim, planks are also Mitzdarif. According to Rabbi, where do I need Tziruf over here? If it's less than four Tvachim, it's Kosher Schach according to everyone. And if it's more than four Tvachim, four Tvachim or more, what do you mean, mitzvah to pass all the sukkah? What I don't need to for? 
the plank falls fucking wide. That's why it's possible schach, according to Rabbi Meir, according to Rav. And a full fucking wide object, which is possible schach, passes the sukkah. I don't need syrup. Running with us? Yeah. Jonathan? Okay. That, so what's going on? I don't understand. Says the Gemara, la'aylam dispar but we're talking about a plank which has got four tzvachim wide. So where's tzirup? Because we're not talking about the middle. My mitzvahim. What does it mean, mitzvahim? Mitzvahim la'avamus min atzad. Rav will tell you you didn't understand his brisa. We're not talking about planks in the middle. We're talking about planks on the side. What planks on the side next to the wall? I got plank, 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 plank. Always starting from the wall. So Rabbi Yehuda said, we're talking about planks of futvach. Rabbi Yehuda said, hey, mitzdarfim, because it's kosher schach. There's no such thing as a possible plank of Rabbi Yehuda. So they're not mitzdarfim. It's pot. You can go all the way across. A wall A, a wall B, your stuck is kosher. Absolutely no problem whatsoever. Rabbi Meir said, possible schach. Futvach in beam is possible schach. So they're mitzdarfim. If you have beam and beam and beam and beam and beam, once you get to an aggregate width of four amas, right? And you're, you've got no problem. Your sukkah is going to be possible because you've lost the wall. Remember, the standard sukkah is a three wall. But once you, this, if I start from this wall over here on my left, right, let's say one, one of the flank of the chest, and I start putting beam four, 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 possible, 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 possible. Once that reaches 20, uh, 24 tochim, once it reaches four, so when I've got six of them, I've got, uh, uh four armors, the sukkah is going to be possible. So according to Shemur, we're talking about Going down the middle, according to Rav, we're talking about with, it's on the side, and that's why there's a machlech. Let's have a look at Rashi. There's a Rashi on the bottom of the Ahmed Aleph. Rashi says like this: Shnei sadini mitztarfim la arbot fochim. This is talk about generally about a schach puzzle. Shnei sadini mitztarfim la arbot fochim. Lifts of the sukkah mishum schach posel. Two pieces of cloth, let's say they're both two tfachim wide, are mitzaref to a total of four tfachim to puzzle the sukkah because of schach posel. Shesikech bedova makabel because he's using what's wrong with a with a, with a cloth? It's makabel tuma. The schach posel beemtzah posel maharba and schach posel, which is in the middle of the sukkah, puzzles the sukkah of its four tfachim wide. The first chiddush, as we discussed, even if the tzach posel isn't one piece, solid piece of four tzachim, but together you've got bits that add up to four tzachim, another one piece of cloth, another piece of cloth, and they're right together, and together the width is at least four tzachim, running down the run of the sukkah, possible. Shnei's Nisarim says Rashi on Yudanadam and Beis, Ein Mitzdafim, Neposla. But two planks, says Rabbi Yehuda, will not puzzle the sukkah. Dafilu kulam esvachachas ben kshayra. Because even the whole sukkah was covered with planks, it's kosher. Rabbi Yudhi, this is Rabbi Yudhi's opinion. Why? Why, where we understand the Bryce at the moment, does the, the Rabbi Yudhi, the Tanakama hold that two planks are not mitzvah to puzzle? Because they're kosher. The Gemara says, what are we talking about? Says Rashi. That's all well and good, according to Shmuel. We can explain that this Bryce, this Machloikas, and it's Bryce between Rabbi Yehuda and Ramea, is talking about beams that are less than four tzvachim wide. In other words, between three and four. But come Rabbi Yehuda, so Rabbi Yehuda says, Shnei nesarim shel shlesha tzvachim, two beams, each of, for example, three tzvachim. But alpha gav the nof mitoros even though now I've got a total of six, 
right? It doesn't puzzle the sukkah. You could have your whole sukkah covered with beams of three. So if I've got two together, what's it called? Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Meir says, no. Your, in this case, your two beams of three each, which according to Rabbi Meir, according to Shmuel, is possible. They will join together to give me schach posel a minimum of four. In the empty sukkah, in the posel, if they're in the middle of the sukkah, the posel Anything four or above in the middle of the sukkah, schach posel tvachim, posel the sukkah. So konjabi meya, they're three tvachim wide. They are schach posel. One alone won't bother me. Very nice. I've got a piece of schach posel doesn't posel the sukkah. But if I've got one beam and then another beam, now in aggregate I've got a width of six tvachim, all posel schach, and the two are mitzvah. The posel the sukkah. But according to Rav, says the Gemara, Rashi on the, the, the second narrow line, Loma Lili Starufi, the Ka'oma Rabbi Meir, Nesorim Kesadidim, Umit Starfin. Why did Rabbi Meir have to say that beams are mitzvah? Chatiminayu Pasla, no. One is enough to puzzle. Less than four Tvachim, there's nothing to talk about according to Rav. It's Kasha. Alamai, we're talking about four Tvachim or above. So once it's full tvachim, Rabbi Meir says it's possible. But once it's possible, it's full tvachim anyway, so it's going to puzzle the sukkah. So where do I need to? Kanim ba'amaninu. If it's less than full tvachim, it's just like sticks. Rav, Rav says, Amen abodi rakok sheira. It can't be talking about less than four, because less than four, it's like sticks. It's complete kosher schach, according to everyone. The problem only starts when it's four or above. But once it's four or above, then it's possible. I don't need to. No, no, no. According to Rav, we're not talking about beams in the middle, being with starif to create a width of four tfachim. We're talking about beams on the side. The minatzad, ein tchach, posel, paisel, elabadalad amas. When it comes to these posels on the side, we're only really posel the sewer because of that when it's four amas wide. The babotzi mehachi, because less than four amas, gimme, we have halachal emotion, miskinai, it's considered a bent wall. So whilst in the middle, if I've got four, a run of four tfachim of metal, it's going to pass on my sukkah. If I have next to the wall a run of four tfachim of metal, it won't pass on my sukkah, because it's dofen akuma. And there I can go up to a width of just under four amas. Now it's interesting, why is it two planks? You need a lot more. If we're talking about minatad, you, and the planks are four tfachim wide, you need Six planks, right? Because four amas, each amas is six tochim, so you'll need six planks of four tochim each to, to, uh, um, 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 to, to get your four amas. So why, and, and it's the lotion of the Bryce is shnei nesorim. And, 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 and again, Rashi says shnei nesorim. You have to say it's lavdafka because you need more. It means that planks are mitzvah. But come Rabbi Yehuda, shnei nesorim shel arba arba. If you've got planks of four tochim each, let's say if you the Orchaner discussed, so he starts by the wall and he puts plank one of four tfachim, which could jamez pasul schach, and then the next one, and then the next one, and then the next one, until he gets now to daladamas. So he's got six planks of four tfachim each, which is a total of twenty four tfachim, which is four amas. Amit starfit kunja bihuda. It's the kasha. Shav kulo roi lesekich ben. Kunja bihuda four tfachim planks the kasha. So keep going, keep going, yeah, keep going, keep going right to the other wall. The less exerus ticker, he doesn't hold exerus ticker, so it's in mitzvah. But according to Rabbi Meir, no, he holds exerus ticker. 
Mitzvah for the full Tefach plank is possible. So once you get a width, joining Mitzvah, a width, an aggregate of four Amas of these possible beams on the wall, you've now got a problem. You've lost your wall because the Tzach is now considered detached from the wall because you don't need more to go through. So that is the first, the first Loshan of the Gemara that according to Shmuel, the Machlech Shibuddha and Rebbeir is talking about a beam between three and four running down the middle. Two beams are they mitzvah passing in the middle. And according to Rav, we're talking about beams on the we're talking about beams on four tzvachim, and on the side, the other mitzvah, will it become dove and akum or not? Right. Then we come to Alishna Achrina, oh sorry, there's a little toaster. Is, is the Ispu Abba Lomini Litzuruki, Lahu Lishna, the Omer Rav, the command of Emta, Pesu Barba, Pore. The Gemara is over here asking a question according to that opinion that Rav required, for Rav it's sufficient to have four tzvachim in the middle to pass the stuff. There is an opinion later, in the Gemara, not in our studio, but a couple of studios later, that according to Rav, just like four Amas passes on the side, four Amas passes in the middle. So according to that, You've got no problem because it's mid-star in the middle. Oh, one plank, four tzvachim wide, is not enough. I need four amas. So I can have a machlok in the middle. I don't need machlok on the side. But all Tosis says is, here we're going according to the opinion, but according to Rav, it's four amas in the middle, which is fine. Now we've got a lishnachrina. We've got a lishnachrina. And I'll tell you what the problem of the lishnachrina is. We've, the problem with the lishnachrina is that, and we'll see from the last of the Gemara, we've explained Rabbi Meir. Why is it, how is it with star? Is it according to Shmuel, three and three, making four, or according to, <coughs> pardon me, according to Rav, Minat Sad. But what about Rabbi Yehuda? Rabbi Yehuda says, Ein mit starfin. What does he mean, Ein mit starfin? They don't join together. So we've said, why don't they join together? Because it's kosher schach. What's it to join together? It's 100% kosher. If they're let between three and four, according to the way Shmuel will learn in this price. So I can have as many as I like, because they're not with star, it's kosher. And if, if, if you know, we learned in Rav, they're four tzvachim wide, and they're minatzad, it's kosher. So Lishnachrin is bothered. You don't say in mitzvahim. You say in mitzvahim if I've got something which is trade, something which is possible, something which is osa, and I've got another thing. Can you join them together? Can you not? But if you've got something which is completely 100% kosher, what do you mean in mitzvahim? You aim it starfin. What what we mit starfin? Why should it be? Would you tell me that when you put your laurel on your schach, it's not mit starf to pass of the sukkah? It's kosher schach. So the lishnachrin is bothered. What's this lashon? Aim mit starfin. Yehuda said aim mit starfin. Shnei nesobri aim mit starfin. However, we learn in pshat in this machlokes, whatever the case is, whether it's four tzvachim according to Rav, or between three and four according to Shmuel, according to Yehuda, it's schach kosher. It doesn't it's kosher. It's That's the problem. Well, let's let's read it through first, and then we'll just briefly explain it. So the line the line begins Amos Minatzad. Twelve lines down or something. There's another lashon in how to explain this right. Bishla, I'm going to just zip through Shmuel because he's problematic. According to Shmuel, he says that they haven't got four, that with the machlokes is between three and four machlokes. But if they've got four, if it's four tzvachim, why that was Shmuel, that once it's four tzvachim, everyone knows it's possible. Between three and four, the machlokes. My mitzvahim, what does it mean, mitzvahim? What is it, what does Rabbi Meir, when he says mitzvahim, not in the middle, mitzvahim, 
we're now learning the Lishna Achrina. Everybody's talking about Minata. but according to Rav, Rabbi Meir. That's when a good according to Rabbi Meir. My mitzdarfin. We're talking over here about four tzvachim wide. What is mitzdarfin? Mitzdarfin la ba amas minatad. It's mitzdarf the four amas from the side. Ela Rabbi Yehuda the ama filu yesh min habok sheira. But according to Rabbi Yehuda who says even if it's four tzvachim wide it's kosher. My ain mitzdarfin. What do you mean ain mitzdarfin? Kani ba alma ninu. It's just it's 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 kosher schach. So let's leave out Shmuel for a minute. The Lishna Achrina holds that everybody's talking about the side. Nobody's talking about the middle, all talking about the side. And the Kasha is like this. The Lishna Achrina is asking again the Kasha of Rav. We can't be talking about less than four Tzvachim, because less than four Tzvachim, everyone else is. So we're talking about four Tzvachim. We're talking about four Tzvachim. So we understand why Rav Meir says Mitzvachim, because four Tzvachim is Pasal Schach. If you put it Minatad and you keep going one, two, three, eventually you're going to get four armors away from the wall of Pasal Schach and your sukkah will be possible because you haven't got to do it from Nakuma, Mitzdarfin. But a Kuncha Yehuda, what's Alocha? It's all kosher. It's Ein Mitzdarfin? What do you mean Ein Mitzdarfin? It's Kanibalma, it's kosher Schach. What do you mean the, what's this Lush of Ein Mitzdarfin? That's the Gemara's kosher. Answer the Gemara. The line begins, Aidi. Aidi de Koma Rabbi Meir Mitzdarfin. You're quite right. Rabbi Yudah didn't need to say Ein Mitzdarfin because the Kuncha Yehuda, it's kosher Schach. But since Rabbi Meir used the expression of mitzdarfin, I'm Rabbi Yehuda, mitzdarfin. So Rabbi Yehuda, if you knock the Rabbi Yehuda's door, and you say to Rabbi Yehuda, I put planks, which are four tzvachim wide, and I've got six of them next to my wall of my sukkah, and I've now got four amas of these planks, and they're each four tzvachim wide. What's the halacha? He said to him, what are you asking me? You've got kosher schach up there, what's the problem? You went to Ein mitzdarfin, he said, it's kosher schach, I've got no problem over here. But when Rabbi Meir gets up and gives a drosha and says, no, you've got all those over there and they reach once Chach Posel and they're mitzdarif to pass on your sukkah, Rabbi Yudha gets up and says, no, I disagree, ain't mitzdarifin. But he doesn't mean ain't mitzdarifin because he would have had a ha- It should be mitzdarifin. There's no reason then to be mitzdarif. It's complete Chach Kosher. Since Rabbi Meir used the expression, mitzdarifin. So Rabbi Yudha comes along and says, no, ain't mitzdarifin. You want to speak that language? I'll speak that language. But it's, the, it's just because he used that expression. So that is. That is the, 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 the Gemara. Now, if you notice, the Gemara only asks this question of Rav. The Gemara says, Shmuel is everything in the garden is rosy according to Shmuel. Only according to Rav, we've got a problem. But well, let's just examine according to Shmuel. Let's examine. We can't be talking about fourth Tfachim or above because there, there's no Machloik. We can't be talking about less than three because there, everybody else is conscious. So we're talking about three and four. Right? So you've got between three and four. Let's say three Tfachim. But three tvachim, machlekes. Everybody it's possible schach, and who knows it's kosher. You now put your three tvachim planks next to the wall, you keep going, you need eight of them, eight, three to twenty-four, that will give you your four amas. So the mayor holds, I've got eight lots of possible schach, and you've now got four amas away from the wall of possible schach, so the sukkah's possible. I understand that. What would Rabbi say to you? He says, kosher. Why is it kosher? Aim it starfin. It's kosher because it's kosher schach. It's kosher schach. Go to Buda, plank of three is kosher schach. So why is he saying Amit Starfin? So you say, oh yeah, because Rabbi Yudha says Amit Starfin. But the Gemara never asked this kasha. The Gemara says, Bishlomer kun to Shmuel, everything in the garden was rosy. Marvelous. Bishlomer le Shmuel, Loma b'shemim arba machlekes. But if it's going to be understand what's mit Starfin, mit Starfin, yeah, it all makes sense. It's all ankitur, it's all marvelous. Kun to Rav, I don't understand. What do you mean mit Starfin? It's kosher schach. 
the condition would have got exactly the same problem. We're talking about beams, for example, of three tfachim, and they're right next to each other. They're making an aggregate four amas away from the wall. According to Rebbeir, each one is possible to them. It's that of the puzzle. And according to Biyoda, why is it kosher? Because it's kosher schach. So why is he saying him it's tarifin? Why is the Gemara only bothered by Rav, by Rav and not by Shmuel? So this, you can imagine, the exercise is in the Mephoshim and the Gemara. So the Maram comes up with a big Chiddush. The Maram wants to say, I'll just gloss over it very briefly. The Maram wants to say that there's a new Machlokas in Rabbi and Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Meir holds that these beams, when they are apostles, they, they actually puzzle the sukkah. No, no, in Rabbi Yehuda, they don't puzzle the sukkah, you just can't sit underneath. So of course, if you cover the whole sukkah with it, you can't no sukkah. And therefore, but, but they don't puzzle the sukkah. So he says, we're talking about beams that are four tzvachim wide. And therefore, according to Rabbi Meir, it's puzzle uh, right? And everybody else is puzzle And it's tariff. Rabbi Yehuda holds, Puzzle, the beans are puzzle, but they don't puzzle the sukkah. Just can't sit underneath them, because they won't be mid-star. New makhloi. It makes up brand new makhloi, because Mashal says, I don't know where he gets this from. Minash has got shtikot in the Rambam based on this. Mashal says, I don't quite know where he's getting from. He says, I'll tell you what I think, Chad, the Gemara. He's got a slightly different view. He says, in Shmuel, I'm not so worried. Because they're less than three tfach. They're three tfach. So our question was, why is it kasha kunja Yehuda? Because it's kasha schach. So why does he say Ein Mitzdarf? He says, I'll tell you why. Because they yes, in this case, it's not a matter of Ein Mitzdarf. Because in this case, it's kosher. But there is a case where Rabbi Yehuda will agree Mitzdarf. If they're four Tzvachim wide. Because once they're four Tzvachim wide, everybody agrees, it's kosher. So if I have planks four Tzvachim wide, the Kunshbul, right next to each other, and I've got six of them, and I've got 24, um, 24 Tzvachim, what would Rabbi Huda say? The same is Sarfin, because he agrees that a plank of food tzvachim is possible. So there is a hechatimtza, a kunz Rabbi Huda, where there's mitzvah. And therefore, says the Marshal, the Gemara is not wide according to Shmuel. It's true when it's three tzvachim, the reason why it's kosher, kunz Rabbi Huda, is because it's schach kosher, not because of this new idea of Eim But he uses the expression Eim Mitzvahim because there are. Is a chatim so according to Rebuda where it would be mitzarfin, i.e. if it was four, because according to Rab Shmuel, according to Rebuda, four is possible. So therefore, if I've got loads of four, a mitzarfin. He tells me if it's three, it's a mitzarf. But according to Rav, according to Rav, according to Rebuda, there's no such thing as a possible plank. There's no such thing. Right? There's no such thing. A plank constant is mutter, according to according to according to Rav Yehuda. So so so. There's never tiruf. That's the Gemara's problem. Why is he saying hey, it's tarifin? It doesn't exist tiruf. That's how the Mashal learns. So, so he learns that we're talking about planks less than uh, planks of less than four, and 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 he says hey, hey, it's tarifin because there could be a case where it was mitzvah, and that's why the Gemara doesn't ask. And the Rishash is slightly different. The Rishash wants to say we're talking about planks which are four tefachim, right? But they're less than four amas. Right, so you've got four, 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 so less than four amas. So, of course, everybody knows planks are possible. Everyone knows those planks are possible. And, 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 but it's less than four amas. So I can say, Akuma. You then take a plank of three, or a couple of planks of three, right? Let's say, let's say they're not, they're more than four tfachim. Four tfachim is a bad example. Let's say they're five tfachim, whatever it is. So I've got, uh, or, or, well, I can't think of the number of now, but you've got planks which are four tfachim or more, which you put them next to the wall, and they go to just under four amas. 
So the sukkah is kosher so far, so good. Everybody else, according to Shmuel, these planks are possible. But the sukkah is okay because they've got less than four umps. You now take a plank of three and you put it next to what you've got already. And now you've got four umps. So Rebea holds mitzvahin because three is also possible. And Rabbi Yehuda says, it's not mitzvah. It's true, it's chach kosher. But because I've already got something possible over here, he's telling me that the extra bit that I've added on, it's not mitzvah. Why is it not mitzvah? Because it's chach kosher. But it's shayach, a lotion of syrup. It's not just all these things by themselves where they each kosher. I've got a block of psul, and I'm sticking next to it a little bit of something which is kosher. There it makes sense to say it's not mitzvah. Why? Because it's kosher. But you can use a lotion of any mitzvah. So therefore, says the shash, we're talking about that case. And that's why the Gemara is happy that Rabbi Huda uses the Lashon of Eimitzah. Of, of, of Eimitzah. Okay, so those are the two Lashonis in the Bryce. It's one little Tosas. Mitzah for Amos. This is going in the first Lashon. How do we understand the Eimitzah of Rabbi Huda? When Rabbi Huda, Eimitzah and Rabbi Huda, when he says, why is it Eimitzah Even if it's completely covered with them, it's kosher. So, just Tosis is going in the first lishan of the Gemara. And in the first lishan of the Gemara, Ein Mitzdarfin, the Gemara wasn't bothered about. Why is it Ein Mitzdarfin? Because it's Kasha. That's how we understood. Then the second lishan that was bothered by this expression of Ein Mitzdarfin. But the first lishan of the Gemara wasn't bothered by the lishan of Ein Mitzdarfin. Because what does Ein Mitzdarfin mean? Says Tosis. Rabbi Yehuda, what does he mean, Ein Mitzdarfin? Dafilu Mechusakulabeng Shere. It's Ein Mitzdarfin because it's Kasha. That's what, that's how the first Lishna learned Amit Starfin. The second one's got a problem. If it's Kosh, you don't say Amit Starfin. The first Lishna hasn't got a problem. Now, this expression of Amit Starfin, the first Lishna not being a problem, applies both in Rav and Shmuel. But Tosis Tosi only points this out in Rav, Starfin Labamit, if you look at the Lashna of the Gemara. So the Masha explains it's Pasha. Because when it comes to the Lishna Bastra, where the Lishna Brasna's Bastra where the Lishna Bas has got a problem with Amit Starfin, the, the Lishna Bas is only worried in Rav. For one reason or other, the Lishna Bas is not worried in Shmuel. We'll explain. It's only in the Lishna, only in Rav we're worried about it. So it's just to come along and explain why in Rav, in the Lishna Kama, we're not worried about it. Why? Because the Lishna Kama holds that Amit Starfin means it's kosher. He doesn't need to explain what does Amit Starfin mean according to Shmuel. Because the Gemara never had a problem with it. Why did the Gemara not have a problem with Nishna Basra? Aram, Mashar, Rishash, and who knows what not. But the Gemara didn't. So if it didn't have a problem with the Nishna Basra, why should I borrow the Nishna Kama? But in the Nishna Basra, in Rav, we had a problem. What does Rabbi Huda mean, Amit Starfin? So Tosis has to jump in in the Nishna Kama and say, and what will the Nishna Kama do with Amit Starfin? Nishna Kama's not fast. Amit Starfin is called it's kosher and everything. So that's why you see how the Mashar is medayik. That Tosis picked on Rav. The words of Rav and not the words of Shmuel, where he could have said the same thing in Shmuel, but there's a reason why he said it that way. Okay, let's move on to the another now an interesting an interesting case. Tanya Kavos is the Rav, Tanya Kavos is the Shmuel. It's just under halfway down in the in the Gemara. The line begins with Huda, says the Gemara. Tanya Kavos is the Rav, Tanya Kavos is the Shmuel. We, we will find a Brisa which quotes the Machlokas Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Meir like Rav. And you will find the Brisa that quotes the Machlokas of Me and Yehuda like Shmuel. And the Kavos of the Rav, you've learned the Brisa, which, which is like Rav. What's the Brisa? Sikha ben Esarim shel Erez, She'em ben Arbo. If you use planks of cedar wood, which are less than four tochim, 
Divrei HaKol Kshayra. Everyone holds their kosher. No, that's not Shmuel, because according to Shmuel, between three and four is a machlokeh. So you can't say that everybody holds that less than four is kosher. No. Yeish ben Abol. But if it's four tfachim, why do these plank? Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Meir says, Rabbi Huda Machshir. And everybody says it's kosher. So it's clear in his bright night, Rav. Anything below four, everyone holds it's kosher. Anything above four, machlokeh. Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Huda. The first, a bright night. I'm Rabbi Huda, and he will see the Gelaloch. My Sakona. There was a story that event that occurred in the time of Sakona. We brought the Chachavi, the Goyim didn't allow Klaisel to keep Mitzvah Sukkah. And so what did we do? We brought planks, or four Tchachimans. And we put them as Tchach on top of, I don't know, balcony, whatever it is. And we sat underneath them, right? They, 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 they didn't think we were building a sugar. They think we're building a roof on our balcony. Let's call it balcony, whatever it is, right? So you, and what happened? And obviously the story was that the Chachami didn't disagree, right? This is a Maisa Shehoya. And then it was a Sakona. We couldn't be seen to build a sugar. So we brought planks which were four him wide. We put them on top of the Mirpeses. And, 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 and we sat there. It was a good sugar. And nobody said anything. So you see if four him is okay? What are you telling me that for talking, everyone else is no good? It's okay. So they said to him, You bring your eye from a case like that. For what you do, is not a raya to what's permitted and what's not permitted. Let's have a look at Rashi. The line begins, about a quarter of the way down in Rashi. The 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 the, the Nachri made the gezira that Klaus weren't allowed to keep the mitzvahs, and 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 why doesn't presumably the shas hashmad? Therefore, they couldn't be seen to making a sukkah. It had to be done uh, clandestine. Bevianu nesorim sheina nachri makirim sheteilashem sukkah that the nachrim shouldn't recognize. They should see that we're making a sukkah. They think we're just building a a, a building over our. Um, um, a porch, a balcony, and that was that. Now there are those who want to say, why? Sorry, that's right. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 it's become the Jewish craze, you know. Some one day it's vitamins, now it's too much sun. Um, um, so there are those who want to say, so why doesn't it look like a sukkah? Ah, because Rashi, like before, Rashi says that roiv tikras abayis were made from plants. Why? Why was four a problem? So Rashi, at the beginning of the sukkah, you said, because the majority of houses, of roofs, are made with four tochim, at least four tochim. So when you bring a four tochim, you go to the thing, you're out of four by four, whatever it is, from B&Q, they'll think you're buying it for your house. But we said that it wasn't so posher that Rashi actually remains with that lamaskona, that, 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 that rove tikras, oh, with four tochim. So it could be that it's not a raya, because remember we said it was a sliding scale. The narrower the beam, the more likely it is to be temporary. The wider the beam, the more likely it is to be permanent. There are people who use these narrower beams for their permanent dwellings, but there was a sliding scale. So they, psychologically, there comes a point where, when it's got a particular width, you don't think, oh, they're building a sukkah. The ones, it's a full sukkah, it's a mokum chosh, whatever, it's more likely to be used for the house, and that's what the machim said. But let's stop in a minute. Um, but just, just, just an interesting point to start. The, the, it's clear from over here that the Chachamim, everybody sat in this sukkah. 
It was made lechatchila, and they sat in the sukkah. It says the ritual. We see from our Gemara that anything which is also midrabbonon because of the gezeira, right? In not in other words, it's not intrinsically also midrabbonon, but it's gezeira. Like our case, it's gezeira's tikra. Beams already also because of gezeira's tikra. The shasa sakona and the Mogin of Rome writes it's not after shasa sakona. It's even a shasa dechak. The shasa dechak you can actually use them for and sit in the sukkah. Bracha will come to in the time it's there. We'll see next week. But you can actually use them in the sukkah. And there's a prima goldim also like that. The prima goldim he says he wants again. He wants to suggest that chazal are only makel when something is also because of a gezeira. Like in our case, it's a gezeira's tikra. But let's say you've got something which is possible. Uh, is makabel to midrabbonon. You remember our dear flax and our dear threshing and retting and and and, and thrashing and having a what scatching and all that business. And he'd say pishdom. They were makabel to well. Going to some we showing him the reason why it was possible because they're makabel to midrabbonon. Midrabbonon. Kavla kabbalas. That you couldn't use b'shasad. You've got a keli which is makabel to midrabbonon. That he says you couldn't use b'shasad chat. Why? Because that's not also gezeira, right? Intrinsically, also midrabbonon. It could be there's another gezeira, but it's a more general gezeira. It's not a hilchas a sukkah gezeira. We're making dafka in sukkah. No, we're making a gezeira. If you make this type of sukkah, you might make that type of sukkah. He says that we wouldn't allow. Like the ritual. No, but he's saying the same as the ritual. Because if you look in the in the orchanim, the kriyakov on the shulchan he says on that din of anitzi pishton, he says it. You can use it. And how do I know? Agamara. Because our Gemara says, Mishasa Sakonda, you can use things which are also Midrabonon. So the Ritzvah will tell you, no, you can't use anything which is also Midrabonon. You can only use things which are also Mishun Gezeira. Those you can use. And planks also Mishun Gezeira. And therefore, you'd be allowed to use them, uh, um, um, uh, Midrabonon. So what's the Machlokas? What's the Machlokas over here? Rabbi is bringing a Machlokas if you're telling me that the Ha. So, 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 so the Ritzvah explains that to me. Rabbi Yehuda holds, right, that Rabbi Yehuda holds, sorry, Meir holds, that since they're only also Mishum Gezeira, therefore B'Shasa Sakona, B'Shasa Tachak, will allow you to use them. You can use them. You can use them. You can use them for a sukkah. So you can't bring a riot from the fact that B'Shasa Tachak, they went and they used those, that B'Shasa Sakona, that it's kosher for normal schak. Rabbi Yehuda holds, no, there's no such thing. If the Chachamim forbade something, they would forbid it, even B'Shasa Tachak. They would give a chizuk l'divrayim. They would ask it kashel Torah, and they would say you can't use it if it's not allowed. Shalei b'shasat sakana or b'shalei b'shasat chak. It's going to be also even b'shasat sakana, even b'shasat chak. Therefore, the fact that it's shasat sakana doesn't really doesn't bat an eyelid. So what is shasat sakana? Because if it's also midrabbon and chachamim wouldn't have allowed it b'shasat sakana. Also is also the notion is there is a thing with the shasat sakana. The Chachamim would have made the, you know, the, 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 this the same. Elomai must be Mutter. But Meir says, no. Since this is only also because of the Gezeira, the Shasa Sakana, the Chachamim will make it. And that's Taka how we, we, we paskin like Shmuel, right? We paskin like Shmuel, and we paskin like, 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 like the Meir, but the Shasa the, 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 the Shasa Trak, the Shutsky Boy, the Mogan Avram, they quote it, and the Shabu will team it next week, that the Shasa Sakona, the Shasa Trak, you can actually use something which is only awesome, which is for your cautious. Okay, we'll stop there, but next week, Mitz Hashem, Marv, I think, goes back to the normal winter schedule of 8 o'clock, so Ben Hashem this year will be at 8.15, and then there'll be a bit of a break for you. Let's go.